From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The number of people hospitalized with COVID-19 in Ohio has dropped below 3,000. In early January, the total topped 6,700. As of yesterday, the state health department said 2,992 people were hospitalized in Ohio with COVID-19-related complications. There are currently 425 people with COVID on ventilators. 15% of the patients in intensive care have COVID, down from 23% a couple of weeks ago. Ohio lawmakers are one step closer to passing a bill named after Reagan Tokes, the OSU student from suburban Toledo who was kidnapped, raped, and murdered by a man wearing a GPS ankle monitor. Bennett Haberly has more. The House Criminal Justice Committee unanimously passed House Bill 166. Here's some of the things it would do. Chief among them, beef up GPS monitoring of offenders, setting curfews or geographic boundaries on where they could go or where they could not go. That's something that was absent in the Reagan Tokes tragedy. This bill would increase law enforcement's access to this GPS data, would also reduce parole officers' caseloads, and require the state corrections department to create a reentry program that would cut down on the number of offenders that are released homeless into the community. Reporting at the State House, Bennett Haverly. Intel has posted its first job openings for its $20 billion project in Greater Columbus that the semiconductor company announced last month. The Columbus Dispatch reports the jobs include civil structural engineer, construction environmental safety engineer, base build project manager, chemical process construction project engineer, design manager, architectural project engineer, and electrical project engineer. That's according to the company's website. Intel's plans call for two plants to be built on land for its new campus that New Albany is is annexing from Jersey Township in Licking County. Intel officials previously said the microchip manufacturer would be one of the largest in the world. No salary range was posted with the openings. Ohio's restaurant industry is hoping better days are just around the corner, Dave James reports. Ohio Restaurant Association President and CEO John Barker says the pandemic has been brutal for business. We're right around 3,150 restaurants have closed and we were almost 24,000 before the pandemic so you know we've lost a little over 10 percent so that's a big number. Barker says Valentine's Day, the Super Bowl and the NBA All-Star Game being held in Cleveland will help in the short term but he's hoping for additional help from Congress to get restaurants through the pandemic. Dave James, I went in news. The rise in grocery prices could soon begin to slow, according to a food system economist in Ohio. Olivia Eugenio reports. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says over the course of 2021, the cost of eating at home went up by more than 6%. Zoe Plakius is an assistant professor at OSU. The meat category, we've seen in 2021 prices up 7%. But she says the hike in cost should taper out over the course of this year. She's expecting about a 3% rate of inflation instead of close close to seven. We'll start to see stabilization of those prices because we won't be seeing growth in demand. We'll just be seeing kind of a stable level of demand. I'm Olivia Eugenio. A former Columbus police officer has pleaded guilty to trafficking fentanyl and accepting bribes. Andrew Kinsey has the details. Last September, Marco Marino and John Kuchkowski were arrested. Investigators say both conspired to traffic fentanyl starting in June of last year. Marino is also accused of accepting thousands of dollars cash to protect the transportation of cocaine. Marino pleaded guilty to both. He could spend anywhere from 10 years to life in prison. Charges against Kuchkowski are still pending. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
The father of two infants whose remains were left in separate abandoned cars in Toledo has been convicted of complicity in the commission of involuntary manslaughter. Here's more from Dave James. A judge also found 36-year-old Jacob Cisneros guilty of tampering with evidence and obstruction. Cisneros entered a type of plea yesterday in which he maintained his innocence but acknowledged there's evidence that might lead to a conviction. He and his wife were investigated in a 2019 cold case. Detectives had submitted DNA samples to a private forensic genealogy company from a deceased baby boy. Jenna Cisneros pleaded no contest in 2020 and is now serving a 25-year prison sentence. Dave James, in News. An Ohio congresswoman says one of her colleagues cursed at her when she asked him to wear a mask. Tracy Townsend has the story. Hal Rogers, a Kentucky congressman, apologized to Ohio's 3rd District Congresswoman Joyce Beatty after he poked her and told her to, quote, kiss my, and you know what follows there. Congresswoman Beatty says she is moving on. We practice civility. Someone has to be a leader. Someone has to be an adult. And that's the role that I'm going to play. The congressman apologized, saying, quote, my words were not acceptable. I'm Tracy Townsend. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, who is preparing for Sunday's Super Bowl, grew up in Athens County in southeast Ohio, an area he's hoping to transform into Bengals country. Dave Holmes explains. When Burrow was growing up, there weren't too many Bengals fans around, and he's hoping this team and this season is changing the perception of his franchise. Growing up, it was all Steelers and Browns. You know, a few Bengals fans here and there that kind of got made fun of a little bit, so I think... As a team, we're excited to put a product on the field that the fans are proud of and that kind of gives them bragging rights. They haven't had that in a while, so I'm excited to give that to them. I'm Dave Holmes. And all the Bengals players received an allotment of tickets to hand out for the Super Bowl. What they do with them sometimes makes news, as Yolanda Harris explains. Joe Burrow gave tickets to his former coach at Athens High School. Nathan White says he was planning on watching the game by hosting a watch party at his house until he got a call over the weekend from Joe inviting he and his wife Sarah. White says that just shows the kind of man Joe Burrow has become. I never dreamed in my wildest dreams that I would ever coach a player that would play in the Super Bowl and then would call and see if I wanted to go. White says Burrow has also given some of his former teammates Super Bowl tickets, so it will be a bulldog reunion at the Super Bowl. I'm Yolanda Harris. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.